Alrighty, well, guys, thank you for joining us on this day, on this evening, the first podcast today. Um, special guest today, um, inspired by him a lot, and I really appreciate you for coming. First and foremost, man, I really, really appreciate Raji Cuts, as a lot of people know him, but Robert Rodriguez, man, I really appreciate you for coming out here, man. Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Now, this is dope, bro. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, man. I like, appreciate you. Just being able to be with my boy Isaac, for sure. Moshi, yeah, and, uh, Hell yeah having yeah. everybody just you know bringing back memories, exactly, and being able so. to catch back up. Like, I'm I'm more grateful than than anything. So yeah. I appreciate you. Exactly, man. Um, and then I got my co-host head out here as well. Yeah. Um, and then my other co-host Evan over here as Yo, well. What's up? What's so, up? Um, I really appreciate you guys for joining us today. And Absolutely. We have some good things for you guys. And wow, when was the last time we actually saw each other? That is crazy. Like this, all four of us. It's been years. It's yeah. been it's yeah, for been. those for those who don't know, like we're we all grew up with each other, like on the same block. <laughs> <laughs> on the same block, yeah. We we really like grew up with each other. We're all family here, so yeah. and he moved off to California to do his own thing and we just haven't seen him in a while, so yeah. Hey, we so still nice. family though. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like a family reunion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep, family reunion. Um and I'm actually glad that you brought up Carson City, you know. Coming from such a small town, you you expect really nothing and that's the sad reality you know mm -hmm. and how was the big move to sacramento man like how did you start your move like what was what uh, inspired you to do it well i mean really i was from sacramento and i moved back to uh carson city for just a, a small period of time but yeah. in that small period of time i was definitely like able to adapt to a different culture and uh, I felt like SAC was definitely, like, a lot bigger as a city. So going to there, it was just uh, new folks that I really haven't met. And, um, like, just making the transition back, I was like, damn. It was like, you know, I was, I, I felt like I wasn't in a, a small space. But, like, I grew to another one to where um, just having that separation again. Like, yeah. that new kind of new vibes, you know. Yeah. And, and I know, pretty sure, like, for yourself as well, you probably notice even more now just since you made the move from Carson to Vegas exactly, man. And, and that's huge but so I acknowledge you on that and Thank that's you, dope because I, I, I hear oftentimes people talk about how like a life hack really mm -hmm. is just to move out your uh, your city especially mm -hmm. when you're young when you're in your 20s and uh it's, it's something that I feel like everyone should you know pretty much consider yeah. if you feel like it's the move but you know there's it's a lot of risk in it like for me it was just a situation that happened and uh we moved on with it and I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. So 100%. like just kind of making that move right there, it put me in a position to where, you know, whatever happened, happens. Exactly. I got a question for you, bro. Okay. So when you moved to Sacramento, was it hard to adapt to the lifestyle there? You know, was it, was because you were in, in Carson City for, you know, a pretty good amount of time. Right. And like, you know, the adaptation from Carson City to Sacramento to Bay City. Right. Uh, how was that? I mean, I was from there originally. Mm -hmm. I mean, because... I'm from Carson, but I moved to Sacramento when I was like five. Okay. So I've been used to it. So coming out here was when I had the culture shock. Right. I was like, you know, I used to tell my boy Moshi and uh, my boy Carlos, <clears throat> excuse me, was like, I felt safe. You know, I felt that I could be me and yeah. that I could like meet Definitely. different people 100%. and really just see how like different people moved and stuff. And uh, making it back, like, it felt good. Like, I, you know, I kind of felt like at home as well when I went to Sacramento and there was a lot of folks that I went to school with that was like, yo, you was gone, man. I miss you. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was pure love when I came back. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was dope. Like, really, there really wasn't any uh, cultural shock on the way back just because I felt like it was, it was home again. Yeah. But um, there was a few things that I had adjusted to lifestyle-wise yeah. and uh, getting to know people again and really just kind of uh, getting in that friend group again as well. It's, it's definitely hard. I could tell you that. Um... That first step, man, right there, like you said, is just so admirable because being able to go ahead and move and leave everything behind is so hard. And I, I, I really, truly uh, experienced that these last couple of months, you know, not For being sure. able to have your family. It's something well, new you have to adapt to. What would be something that you feel like you've been, like, adapting to the most or, <clears throat> excuse me, or, like, something that was kind of hard for you to get over or like what what, what is something like just the transition you know I'm a really like big family person mm -hmm. so like being able to live with my parents my siblings and stuff like that was like really nice bonding you know and that's what you miss but in life you sometimes have to go ahead and take risks and the big risk sure. for me 
was to go ahead and move out here. Like I tell everybody, like most people know their dreams, right? No, most people know their goals, right? Um, and the easiest way I could put it is if I were to go ahead and tell you, hey, Raul, here's a million dollars and you're closer than ever than getting it. Here's a hint, right? You will do everything you can to go off of that hint, which is your first step, to go ahead and conquer and keep going and keep going and keep going, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end, I tell you, hey, Raul, I'm sorry, man. You didn't get the million dollars, but you started at ground zero. Now you're at ground nine. You step by step by step by step. And what I mean by that, and it pertains to is like, for example, you know your dream. You knew your dream, right? I know my dream. I know my goal. Mm -hmm. When most people know their dream is more peace, more people know their actual goals, they go ahead and know the first step kind of. But the reason why they don't take it is because that's the biggest one. That is the one that brings the most consequences. Damn. That is the one that brings the most risk. And that's the easiest way that I had to explain to myself is like, you got to go get it or you stay stuck. And I didn't want to stay stuck because at the time where I was, I wasn't really happy. So being able to move out here was was a really big move, man. Um, man, no, I'm, I'm happy for you I, to like make that transition because like you said, the first step is always going to be the hardest one. Exactly, and always. Really from there is when you, you know, get to start building momentum and once you like overcome that that first fear, it should be you know, easier to overcome anything else. Step after by that. step, really. Step by step. That's hard. I like how you uh, mentioned too how like if you if I didn't get that million at the end, yeah, like I shouldn't feel no type of way about it, or yeah. like I shouldn't have any type of remorse exactly. because you got to fall in love with the process and the journey of it. Facts. Because if you're so focused on what you know really what is in the end, and you're not focused on the progress or the the process of it, then you just you're gonna keep flowing and then you gonna, you're not gonna be happy because you just you're so focused at the end you know yeah. that so, end progress yeah, yeah for sure you gotta be happy of the progress you know mm -hmm. um and being able to go ahead and achieve newer steps and goals during that time is just so amazing and obviously you know uh from anyone at this table you know um how hard was that man like where where did it start for you man because obviously you have blown up one of the biggest barbers you know how how did it all start, man? I was always evolved around like the hair. I was always interested in like really cutting my own hair in a sense. I would just, just line myself up. And uh moving out there at Carson, I, I met Brian and he was cutting uh all of our hair really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of our hair, Everyone oh, was like in his kitchen, you know, yeah. or in the bathroom. <laughs> in the bathroom. In the small bathroom, like, you know, the, the waiting chair is the toilet. So uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> If, if Brian's watching this, shout out to you, man. You really, oh, you really, bro. you really used oh, to cut all of our hairs. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the grind. That's the grind. Yeah. So uh, I remember going there and I used to just watch YouTube videos on cutting hair. And I used to like, I'll fall asleep watching a, a video because it was just, it was so dope to watch, you know. And uh, I was always in tune around it. And really, I, I told my boy B, like, fool, you got to show me how to cut hair. Yeah. And he's like, bro, I got you. I got you. Like, we was always telling each other, like, man, we finna get a shot, all of that, you know. And um, when I had moved back to uh, California, I was actually, I think this was a little bit before. I, I forget, to be honest. But I remember just getting my own clippers, cutting my own hair, and uh, eventually leading off to other people. And um, kind of tying back into the question was, how, how did I begin with like just my journey of cutting hair. Yeah. Okay, my fault. Kind of lost direction. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> I was getting too a little too, a, <laughs> too a little, in debt. A little nerve wracking. Trust <laughs> me, man. I feel you uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I started off there and really just just fall in love with the game. Um, I felt like the more I was around it was just the more like I enjoyed it, and like that 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 feeling that I got from cutting hair was nothing more than. Like if I was working with someone else or just doing anything else, so really all my time and attention went straight to it. And uh, I was so thankful and so glad that I was able to find it at the end of the year, right before I was about to graduate and uh, really just make that decision to take it to the next level, which was barber school and which was like two or three weeks before graduation. And I just remember like I grabbed every uh, college application that I was accepted to um, and I just, I, I remember throwing it in the trash can and I wow. was like, Damn. yeah, Damn. Wow. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, I was like, bro, like, you know, the, the barbershop was for me. And when I made that step, I was like, I know this was for me. So really just, you know, falling in love with it and, uh, putting my, my time and attention to it. 
knowing that, like having that faith in the beginning that this was going to be me, it was like, I think that was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that is really amazing, man. You know, a lot of times you you might get stuck during that progress, you know, and uh, how is it to overcome something like that? How how do you overcome the situations where you might get stuck in that progress? Uh, for me, it's a lot of reflection. Uh, I really like to just look and analyze really where I'm at and what, what I do want to achieve and most importantly, how I'm going to get there. So just really the, the actionable steps that I want to take to get there. Um, I do believe in like just a lot of manifestation. Yeah. So uh, really wow. writing it down for me is going to probably be the biggest thing. I'm a, a big believer in really just writing a lot of things down. Um, in, in my notes, I'm always typing things just if I get a quick memory. But really what I found like the most, like, what's that word? Helpful. Yeah, Helpful fun. or yeah. like, yeah, something like that mm-hmm. was just actually getting a pen and a paper, writing it down. That's the best way to do it. You know, it's, I hear that. Um, it definitely helps out writing things down. If you got ideas or anything like that, that's the best way to do it. Because yeah, subconsciously, I work towards it. Uh, when I intend anything for the day that I got planned for the next day, I write it down and sometimes I go through and uh, I won't even look at that paper. And I just, I go through and I do my day and I'm like, damn, I wonder if I even like did anything, like if I accomplished anything today, you know? I kind of look back at my, um, my my paper and I'm like, oh damn, I did everything off my list. <laughs> uh-huh. It's because I, I put it out there okay. and subconsciously wow. I work towards it. So if you could write down your goals and stuff that you do wish and that you want to acquire and stuff like that, so putting it out there. But it, it definitely starts at the, the beginning stage of reflection, just realizing what it is and how I'm going to get to it. That's amazing, man. You really taught me something new. And everybody watching out there, you know, I it would counts. really, yeah, I would really take that tip. That oh, is really absolutely. amazing. Yeah, yeah that was some good, there's, good there's some dude I watch on YouTube. His name is Valuetainment. Yeah. And he has a, a or that's the, the podcast name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and his YouTube channel as well. But his name is Patrick Bet David. And his book is called uh, The Next Five Moves. Mm-hmm. And essentially, he's talking about knowing your next five moves and how checkers are, you know, a lot of people just regular chess checkers you know stuff like that so knowing your next move in the chest is essential and uh if you know your first five at least you're ahead of someone else you know if, if you know the 10 and i forget it goes 5 10 15 mm-hmm. and there's different levels to like the actual master of someone that plays chess and uh that's like really the stress that he puts towards you is knowing, knowing next, those next five moves exactly like minimum knowing the next five moves and that's what i did like i just wrote down my next five moves it was my studio moving out, paying debt off, and I forget the other ones, you know, but everything, everything everything that yeah. it was that I I, uh, I wrote down, you get to it. But uh, do you limit yourself to just those goals? Or once you achieve those goals, do you, do you write down new goals and then push yourself kind of more towards something, something new? Yeah, for sure. There's always a lot of times I get just different goals, different aspirations. And whenever I get that quick thought, I wrote it in my notes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sometimes, like, uh, upon that reflection again, I'll be like, Maybe that's not the actual goal that I want to acquire, but, you know, I at least had that thought of, you know, that's what it is. And there's often a lot of times, too, that I, I reach goals that I didn't even know was, like, a goal that I was reaching for. Mm-hmm. Like, this is damn near a goal right here. And I didn't even <laughs> know that, like, <laughs> like I never wrote down, like, I want to I wanna be on a podcast, yeah, you know. Man. But I know that this kind of contributes to what I do want to do. Exactly, and, you man. Know, it's to, there's a reason why you're here, man. I, yeah. I really felt really inspired, and I know that they do, too. You know, a lot of times in life, you see a lot of these athletes, you see a lot of these models, or you see a lot of people that are famous on IG or mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And when you see that, um, it kind of is just like, oh, that's un- untouchable or unbeatable. That's never the goal, right? But you want to be successful and, and stuff like that. And sometimes you don't have that... Um, um, sorry, what's the word for it? You don't, you don't have the, the vision like they do is what you feel like. But being able to go ahead and seeing everything that you have been through, man, and coming from the same place that we do, like that inspires us so much more and more, man. That's why you're here because it's kind of easier to see when a person you know is doing it, you know, and okay. it pushes you. It pushes you. So is ahead. that what makes it a little bit more inspiring for you? And that end is kind of just knowing that like we have a, a, a more of a relationship rather than someone that you kind of know. Yeah, but most of all, that you're teaching us the ways of how to get up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're speaking truth. I mean, boy. I just I just like to share my experience. I think for me, 
in the beginning, really just starting off, uh, you got to be hungry to learn. And sometimes finding those resources might be the hardest thing. Yeah. Now is it's a lot easier, you know, with social media and uh, really just every resource that we do have to to find something that we can learn from. You know, there, there's so many podcasts out there. There's books, there's YouTube videos, there's people out there sharing free games. So there, there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. But for me, I do like to uh, just give any value that I have found over the times and that I think that will be valuable to others and just kind of share my experience because I know if if I'm able to do so right there, then the next person coming up will be able to really take any info that retains to them and that uh, that they did resonate with and, you know, just eventually take off and hack the ladder, essentially. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Yeah, that's that's really amazing. Just like I said, being able to have you as a role model is, is truly a blessing, man. I appreciate that, that yeah, bro. Of course. That's love. Um, how, how, uh, did exposure, uh, help you and, and become more, uh, out there, you know? Um, th- this was a big one for me. I always liked self-confidence yeah. and re- really were just a, a, a very anxious person. And when it came to being social, like I, I really loved enjoying being social. It was just kind of hard to express myself in certain moments. Um, so I felt like being able to connect with someone one-on-one behind a chair was able to, <clears throat> excuse me, was able to expand me uh, to be able to talk to other people way beyond it. And I feel like that slowly and surely built uh, a self-confidence and um, just been able to like teach me a whole lot more with being able to be social mm-hmm, and yeah. to, to speak with other people. So internally, I've grown so much more and I, I'm not too sure if you guys seen it from you know, just from when you knew me and stuff, you know, yeah. but I feel like it's an ongoing process and like just having a lot more of a um, a following or a supportive system, I feel like it, it definitely kind of put me out there a whole lot more and just learned a lot more about myself, being able to really just see myself at a, a level that I never really envisioned myself Imagined, being. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like just growing up, I was always so shy. Like I was, yeah. I was shy. You were was really nervous. shy, man. Yeah. You were really shy in <laughs> high school, man. Sorry, I'm, yeah. just, I'm still the same way. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. You were shy in high school, yeah. And yeah, I felt like just, just having some people, you know, like that support me and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just getting the exposure right there. Um, like it's just, it, 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 tell me, it taught me a lot for sure. Uh, was social media your best friend when you were trying to expose yourself to the, to the community and the barbering? Yeah, it definitely was. Um, when I first started, really just reaching the community was really like what I was reaching at from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, once I almost, I wasn't at a cap, but I was kind of just slowly progressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I was slowly progressing. I remember I was just around 2,000 followers. Not that a number, you know, puts any type of... Um, like label, yeah, no, label on not. success, but it definitely helps you with your career, obviously. Yeah, if I'm, for sure. Correct me if I'm Ex- wrong, especially you know, with yeah. measurement and and and, and what with your career uh, is about, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely really helps. Yeah, man. most definitely. And I just remember being at that time was like, you know, I was getting love just a lot from the community, more word word of mouth and stuff like that. And when I was actually able to join a, a mentorship program with my boy Jay Faded. Uh, Check him out if you haven't. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, we gotta I love, check I love him out. my boy. I love my boy for real. He, he was really the inspiration for me. Excuse me. He was really the inspiration for me from the beginning. And uh, really just seeing his journey was like, it was amazing. So for him to be able to mentor me one-on-one and coach me, um, we were able to grow my Instagram. And he helped me a whole lot with really the self-confidence and uh, just getting my name out there. And from there, like, I remember, <clears throat> I remember he was telling me like, like, what's your goal, you know, for the followers at the end of the year? Or not not even at the end of the year. Like, what what do you want your Instagram to be right now? Or at the end of this program? I'm like, man, I'm, I'm trying to get to 5,000. I'm trying to double up, you know? <laughs> I was like, I, I can make it by the end of the year. And he was like, so serious. It's just like, no, nah, like, you could you could get that done, like, one to two months, you know? Like, wow. And then just, like, just feeling that, that belief from him, it, it gave me that belief, you know? Oh. And then once, like, I was able to really just implement everything that he had structured me and kind of showed me. I was able to grow my Instagram and really that's what became my best friend because I was reaching different platforms. Um, we were talking about how just we can network with other, uh, what are those called, companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, try to get endorsements, try nice, to get man. any type of affiliates, um, reaching out to other people, 
um, really just everything that's going to be optimal for people to view my my page and essentially it's just to showcase my skills you know yeah your yeah, views yeah. your views are crazy man yeah, 180,000 um, views it. on Instagram <laughs> on videos and stuff like on that. your reels and stuff huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it that's, it, it that's definitely amazing, it, it definitely did bring a following and it reached the community a lot more and beyond it yeah. um but really we're we're still working on reaching and impacting the community a whole lot more from where I'm at now so I'm a, I'm gonna continue to strive for really just going harder on the social media and and like you said it's not it's not really about the social media part it's how you bring value to that person right mm -hmm. like what i want with this podcast is for a, a person that's watching it today wake up tomorrow and be like yo isaac said this let's let's go ahead and be motivated to go ahead and do this yeah. you know we don't do this for us i think that being able to have you as an inspirational person, like your stuff actually got to me. I want to do the same to other people, if that makes sense. Yeah, Because at the end of the day, it's not about being famous. At mm -mm. the end of the day, it's not being uh, about getting likes and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's about us touching people's hearts, you know? That, and and that's deep, you know, because a lot of people need that motivation sometimes. Yeah, we want to have a positive impact on people where... It, it positively impacts them and it gets kind of like their mental state positive where they take things to the next step and they're exactly. motivated to wake up the next day and they're like, hey, like, I got to I gotta do something right. I got to do something new today. I got to get my goals done, like you were saying. Hell yeah. No, I, I love the, the inspiration behind what you guys are doing Yeah, because I feel like that's really what everyone should be doing. And one of the highest like levels of achievement is to aspire one another. So if we could all aspire one another, making a you know, make each other feel great and just create an atmosphere to where we are leading ourselves and leading each other and we're really accomplishing our own goals, then it's like, what what better environment can you create? Exactly. We all win at the end of the day. <laughs> and I mean, this this could, this could is not only a question for Abu, but for, for everyone here, like someone that's really lost in life, like what would you really like tell them uh, trying to find something they want to do? Like, what would you, what would you, what would you say? Like, how would how would you approach that? Was anyone else? Uh, I mean, it, it could um, be not only just Raul, but... I think that I've been in that state before, man. And I can truly say that. And Definitely so. Um, being stuck really sucks, as you 100%. know. It really does suck. And for a person that's lost in life and doesn't truly know what they want to do, I always recommend them to go ahead and figure out deep down what they've always wanted to do. What they've always wanted to do. I actually wanted to go ahead and touch people's hearts with this podcast. I wanted to go ahead and be able to value a person, you know. And I knew what my um, consequences were and my risks were. Mine were leaving at a young age, you know, leaving my parents, leaving my family. Those were my consequences. Mm -hmm. And it hurt because you don't have them with you all the time, you know. But as a person, you grow off of that step like I was recommending and I was telling you about. I just go ahead and tell a lot of people out there, if you're stuck in life and you're you're out there lost, um, go with your, your actual heart, you know? What, what's your dream and your goal all the are, time? Yeah, exactly. Chase your dreams. Exactly. So, I'm a, I, I really like what you said, bro. I think that was valuable. Um, on my end, I feel like uh, since you don't really have a, a, a or not you, I mean, I, if in anybody general, yeah. in general, I'm sorry to put the label on <laughs> I, I swear to God. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to project no, anything like that on no, you. No, no, but I know what you mean in general. Though, in, like, general in general, I think it was because I was speaking to you that I said you. But uh, none, nonetheless, I feel like um, if if there was anybody kind of struggling in a situation to where they try to figure out essentially themselves or anything that they do want to do, um, and you, you mentioned like kind of going back to really what you ever really wanted to do. Uh, for me, I kind of struggled not knowing what I wanted to do, Thanks. which is like the sense of direction, like where you at. And I remember one time reading this book, uh, I think it was Blue Ocean Sea or Blue or Blue Ocean Strategy. And uh, they gave this analogy how someone was just in the middle of the sea, floating, no direction where to go. Like, it's a good analogy. There's like, what are you supposed to do? If you go this way, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, that's how some people feel, you know? Wow. And um, sometimes that's really how it is. And that's why I said I was so glad and thankful that I was able to find something that actually stuck to me right before I had to make a bigger decision in my life. 
And sometimes people haven't got to make that decision. And uh, no matter what age it is, there's still always something out there that, you know, people are going to find. And uh, I I really just believe that sometimes it's going to come to you. It takes time. There was, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. There's this other analogy I've heard, and it's the shotgun effect. You know, when you shoot a shotgun, it's not just one bullet that hits the target. Um, It really just spreads out. So once it spreads out, it's hitting different things. And that's essentially you just going out there and putting yourself in uh, different positions and trying out different things. Worst thing you could tell someone that's, you know, coming up is to stay in your own lane because they stay in that lane. Yeah. You know, you don't know what direction it's going to lead into. So exactly. if you yeah. if you spurt out and you really just try a lot of different things, there's at least that one thing that's going to stick. And then from there, that one thing you just go up with. Yeah. So um, really just trying different things. And uh, like getting, you said, it's going to come to you, yeah, you for know, sure. sometimes um, it does take a lot of time. I feel like sometimes as mm-hmm. well, it's all about time. I get a lot of new aspirations and really it's just what your heart feels. Um, there's oftentimes where I was playing a sport and I'm like, I want to become a professional at this sport. I was doing boxing. I was like, I didn't want to become a professional boxer. And then I'm like, ooh, I go to a football game. I'm like, I ain't going to lie, this football seemed tight. And then, <laughs> and then you start doing something else. You like, maybe, you know, you try a podcast for a second. You're like, it's not for me. And then you, you, you work your, you build your resume. You know, you try all these things, you learn from each experience and then you implement that or you implement that into really what exactly it is that you want to do. And once you figure that out is when it's going to really bring you truer and uh, closer to really what your purpose is and what you feel that, you know, you want to fulfill. So I say, just, just get out there. See what sticks, stick to it, and then uh, let those aspirations come to you. See what's in your heart, and then just keep going. Continue. Yeah. That was deep. That was deep. That was a deep conversation. I that like was that, that was deep, and I and I I really appreciate that because, like I said, to all the viewers that we're gonna have, or whoever watches this, is really is stuck in life. You know, um, I think that really will help them, man. I really mm-hmm. appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, I think uh, definitely both of our insights was um like a, a cool perspective on how you could see if someone was lost in direction yeah yeah definitely man appreciate that as well um, what what have you been investing in lately you know um whether if it's like more in your career um and, and i bring this up because you know you want to think future wise nowadays right for sure um um, really uh, investing a lot in myself and this isn't really just with money it's with time exactly um, really just really getting to know myself and see what the things I like how I move the way the character I want to portray the energy and the vibrations that you know is like with within me and the people around me everything mm-hmm. um, is really a lot that I invest with you know like I said with myself so uh, that pertains back to really just reading books um listening to podcasts, the YouTube videos, um, even just spending the time with myself, just walking, uh, like, you know, sometimes forms of meditation. I uh, experienced this one. It's, it's a Saha float <laughs> is the actual <laughs> name. But it's uh, essentially it's an Epsom salt float. And uh, it's another form of meditation. You're suspended from really all types of gravity. And there's no type of, like, there, there's nothing on you. You're literally sitting in a pool of water and you're just floating, and you, you, you sit up, and you, you stare at the stars, you have meditation music on, and, like, uh, I feel like I, I dig, or I dig, and um, really just learned about the meditation, and um, for me, like, when I try to meditate and focus on my breathing, it was, like, my back is hard, because, like, one of the most important things with meditation is having a straight, proper back. And since my back be hurting, I was like, man, I gotta find something else. (laughs) So like, just sitting there like this, you don't feel nothing. And um, having stuff like that is really what I love to invest in. Recently, I started really like trying to take my health serious. And I know dieting is a big part of it. So uh, I've started to invest really in just like meal preps. And that's not me doing it myself. I just buy it because it's convenient. You yeah. know? And it's like, it, it got everything in it. And it's like, yeah, it's expensive. But I remember uh, my boy, Jay Fady, he gave me these affirmations. And one of them was, uh, nothing is expensive if it's for my business or for myself. Wow. So if there's anything that you feel 
is going to bring value to you or that is going to make you be a better person that's going to help and correlate you to uh, achieving your goals a lot better, then you should never have a doubt about it. But if it's something that is just going to be any type of material uh, item that maybe just a part of your life that you, or you, that just, you, idolize you want, you idolize, like that yeah. you desire, um, think about it and then buy it the next day <laughs> is my rule. Yeah. Yeah. And I told Evan this yesterday about a tattoo I was trying to get. Yeah. Um, but really, uh, tying back into what you're saying, I, I really just like to invest in myself for most and um, just digging into different things. And um, like once you dig into something, you you start finding and it opens up to different things. So we're on the journey of watching YouTube videos of self-development, I learned about morning routines. And then that shows me stoicism with philosophy. And then that shows me uh, reading books. And then in those books, it mentions up something else with leadership. And then now I'm talking about uh, from leadership and then I'm uh, really just seeing how psychology works. And then the psychology brings me to uh, everything. So it's like it every it's subject, like it, it just yeah. it, it's crazy how much different levels of um, just self-awareness that you could reach to and uh, stuff that really could just make you feel better. And like I said, if you feel good yourself, if your mind is right, and if you just like are at peace with yourself, you feel so much more calm and comfortable for you to take that next actionable step. And it starts with that. If you're not in that state of mind, then I truly feel that you're, I mean, you still could, but I feel like it's going to be a whole lot easier and less stressful and everything for you to just work towards something else. And then bam, right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Going back to that word time, man. Oh, Um, it was stuck in my head. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times we honestly don't understand how valuable time is, man. We don't understand or get a grasp of how valuable time is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think time is the most important thing in life, you know. Um, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Um, but going back to it, man, like over time, you're growing as a person, right? Um, over time, you're going to go ahead and evolve into a better you, better you, if you keep doing the right things, right? But what what do you think stops a lot of people from from evolving into a better person day to day, a basis with that time? Like what retracts them back, if that makes okay. sense? Yeah, no, that's definitely a good question. I feel like it definitely differs from person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel it's going to be just the self-awareness. Some people may not realize that, you know, there's just something uh, for themselves that they do need to actually work on. Um, so if you're not aware of it and if you're not paying attention to it, then obviously you're not going to be doing something to work towards it. Uh, so i say probably just something that is being more self-aware. Was there anything that y'all, y'all think? Uh, really, honestly, um, just being scared of change because, you know, there's... Wow. I think there's like a saying, uh, if it ain't broke, why fix it? And Obviously, that doesn't apply to a human, but like, but still, <laughs> oh, like, if, no, that's a great analogy. Yeah, no, I love it. If, yeah. If, if, yeah. if, like, for you guys, you guys moved out here, no way in my mind would I move to like a whole new city without my family. Like, that was a huge step. And like, that that's change. And you guys were willing to take that change, you know? Yeah. And that's just something that I feel a lot of people aren't willing to take is or accept is change. Yeah. But I feel like now that you see us, it like makes you more comfortable enough. Exactly, yeah. It makes you think, oh, okay, they're they're doing all right. Yeah. They're not they might not exactly, they might be yeah. struggling a little here and then, <laughs> but hey, they they're doing all right. And yeah. most of all, we're happy, you know, going yeah, back to that self-care, man, that that really means a lot to me, you know, just knowing about yourself and being happy with yourself. Because back home I was actually not not the happiest person, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh being here, it just makes me a new person and evolving as a person. And I that's think sick. that comes with time of change. No, that's definitely sick, bro. 
Yeah. I'm happy for you. We ain't for that by the way. Just like that. I don't think we even said that. No, like, we, yeah. we did not so say we, we posted we, up we in Vegas. The 702, baby. The 702. Shout out to the 775. <laughs> yeah, we don't forget about 775. Uh, 775 is not where we come six. from, huh? <laughs> we love the Carson City. We love the Indian Hills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Putting Indian Hills on the map of Carson City, you know, that's, that's awesome that we all came from the same place, Literally. you know, and met up. In, in high school, you know. Super small town. It is. And it's like, that's what we mean by like that move. They came to a, a super populated just place and coming from Carson City to like everyone knows everyone over there. You come out here, it, yeah. it's especially by yourself. Like he, he has head out, but like by yourself, man, that, that that's gutsy. Appreciate yeah, it. Respect, bro. It's tough, you know. You leave, you leave your whole family. Like, like I had all my cousins over there that I grew up nine years yeah. with and you know, just to move instantly and adapt to a city that has a population of about a million to 500,000, you know? Bro, Coming can't... from a city that has 20,000, bro. <laughs> That's literally, so true. Literally one Panda Express in the whole city, bro. Like, you know, in the whole town. I'm not even kidding, bro. That's comedy. That's comedy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not wrong, though. He's not wrong, though. Mm-hmm. One, one Panda Express. Bro, and one I, Panda I Express. forgot you were from... Oh, I forgot you, like, just moved out here. I genuinely thought yeah. you just, like, lived out here already, but you really... Like took that chance too, you bro. Moved I, out here. I had nobody told me nothing, bro. Exactly. It was just kind of like a move I had to take, you know. Did, I kind of felt it. I told myself after high school I gotta move, you know. Yeah. Uh, it kind of goes with what he's doing too because I needed to find something within me to mm-hmm. grow as a person. Facts. And what I what I felt like I needed to do was move, move yeah. to a bigger city, find the opportunities. Separation is required as far as elevation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I think once you're able to separate yourself from just anything, it's like when you really find the true inside of you, Mm -hmm. it 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 like it eliminates a lot of all these like fears. It's like you start from the beginning, and like since you're in a a lot more conscious state of mind now, like you know how to move, and it's like you just learn a whole lot more. Yeah, no, definitely. uh, Being by yourself, moving by yourself, is definitely such a big change. You know. And um, I'm glad I took it with my boy right here. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, bro, I, I <laughs> he, appreciate you. He laid the blueprint out for us, you know. He literally laid the blueprint out. And what I mean by that is um, he was like the guinea pig. He tried it out first, you know. And it worked for him. He showed us, you know. And he inspired me to actually come out here and do it because I was just stuck in, at the moment of my life uh, where I used to live, you know. Yeah. I know this kid got potential, bro. And <laughs> no. I had to I had to bring him out here. There was it was like mandatory. Mando. 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 <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys don't have to hype me up right now. That's love. It's all love here, you know. Like I said, man, it's been years since we all were together, man. Um That's and it just it makes me so happy to see that we're all in a better position in our life, you know. And that's what you want to see with people that you don't see in a while, you know. You want to see growth. I think that's the biggest thing in life, you know. Being able to grow as a person is just such an amazing thing. Um, And I think a lot of times if if you don't grow as a person, that's the reason why you're stuck sometimes, you know. That's why you're, you're there. But if you keep pushing, I promise you, whatever you're doing, you're going to go ahead and be better at. As long as you keep pushing and doing it and doing it. Mm-hmm. Because I bet when you started barbering and started cutting hair, um, you weren't the best, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you just got talent right from the start. But um, it, it grew in you, you know? You didn't stop. I bet there was times you were like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. Oh, for sure. sure. That's why uh, one of my favorite things is really just to trust the process. Like, really, mm-hmm. sometimes you could just... And, and throughout that process, you, you get discouraged... There's a mm-hmm. lot of stress. There's a lot of stuff that uh, you you start to question, and then just really fall in love with the process. It's like you you just gotta move towards it every day. You gotta let it flow naturally. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like a wave. <laughs> and that's <laughs> probably the best baby. though. Like when you literally fall in love with the process, mm-hmm. and that's like yeah. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading this book, and uh, it was Atomic Habits by James Clear, and dude was essentially saying how like one percent. Or you do one thing every day that's like uh, contributing to what that goal is, kind of how we were talking about this morning, yeah. and how you could get one percent every day and compound it over time. It, it it builds up so much more. So as long as you just do that one little thing that it you know that's retained to what 
uh, what you, you want to do. What you want to do. You're one percent better every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Day. You gotta you gotta be married to the game. And what I mean by this, it, it pertains to whatever career you're doing over the past. You literally have to be married to it, basically, to go ahead and proceed and growing and stuff like that. Hell yeah. Um, with whatever type of career it is, but yeah, man, like, um, what what was your biggest like difficulties um as growing you know as a person you know because we're talking about growth right now so mm-hmm. i would like to know like what what were your difficulties as time passed by it's a good question i say like one of my biggest difficulties was really just learning to be confident in myself and having mm-hmm. that self-belief that there is something greater ahead of me and um that there is stuff that i could attain and really just eliminating that that limited belief especially some that's projected on you from others. You should never let that, uh, you know, have... Discourage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like someone else's limited beliefs, like why would you tell me I can't do something mm. if I know that I can do it? Yeah. But it starts with having that belief in yourself. So essential, it's crazy. But it's like oftentimes, um, it's like, you know, back to the Nipsey, it's a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, we'll have our highs, we'll have our lows. And um, as long as those highs are outweighing those lows is when... Um, I forgot what I was talking about, but it's, it's, when, when, you know, it's, it's when you know, it's when you know that that you're doing something right. Yeah, you're doing something right, exactly. Yeah, because sure. I always think that a lot of times we focus so much on losses, man. So much on losses. That's true. It's yes. crazy. We we focus on a loss, but we don't even look at the bigger picture. That L is a lesson, man. Yeah. It could have saved us from something else in that future. You know, that L, L is a lesson. The, the L is so, a lesson. Exactly. Exactly. That's hard. Huh? So like, yeah. like I think um, a lot of times we think you know losses are are gonna be the worst to us and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think that's why sometimes we don't see the growth in ourselves. We don't see Facts. the W's that we're actually taking, you know. Too, and bit, too focused on the exactly. L's. Exactly. Yeah. Too, too focused on, on the L's. Which is good sometimes because you can critique yourself. Exactly. But yeah. it comes to a certain point where you go ahead and be like, wow. And it, it drops you to your lowest moment. So yeah. that's why I have like a, a an advice for everyone, you know. Um, if you focus so much on the L's, just focus on them as being a lesson because in the future it could have been time ten times worse, you know. Mm-hmm. And just know that That's you're huge. still winning, you know, with that L because it's a lesson. That's hard. The way yeah. I like to think about it too is like when you take an L, what you don't realize is you're actually getting better with with time, and you like you keep taking these L's, but with the time passing, you know, you're like people see the growth in you. And they're like, oh, you've gotten so much better at this. Because I can tell you personally from my job, like my job is tough. And I honestly, when I started, it was really it was really hard because I had no clue what I was getting into. And with time, I started like I started seeing a whole bunch of whole bunch of things where I was just growing at, growing as a worker. And, um, you know, it really had a good impact on me because now I've seen the progress and, and my, all my coworkers have seen it, too, where I've just gotten to the point where I just I just see myself as a better worker. Like, obviously, we're not talking about work or anything, but I'm just kind of giving no, you my yeah, point. No, yeah, no, it makes that's a perfect explanation. You know, whether if it's work, whether if it's life, you know, you always want to go ahead and be able um, to go ahead and keep moving. You know, um, but I do, I do firmly believe that if you're not giving it a hundred percent, and you know you can give it a hundred percent or a hundred and ten percent, then you're not really trying. You're not, you're not going in and and trying to grow. There's yeah. no passion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times that's a big step to go ahead and overachieve. Because I could tell you so many people that I know that have talent, man. So much talent. Mm-hmm. And and don't push themselves oh, yeah. to the 100%, 110%. Right. But if they did, well. I'm just low-key, low like, literally wasting it. Mm-hmm. Just in yeah. there and it's like... I, w- I wouldn't say wasting. Yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah, you know why? And and I and I actually like I like the word, you know. But the reason why I want to say wasting is because... As like going back into growth, as you grow up as a person, years and years come by, you're not you're gonna go ahead and realize that you could go ahead and use that talent now, Still. whether if it's later yeah. or in the earlier stages. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's always time, yeah. you know. Like yeah. I said, time is the most valuable and precious thing in this world, Hell over yeah. money, over anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but what keeps you striving and to keep motivating upcoming barbers? Cause man, like. I could tell you how many barbers I know back home and even in Vegas that know you, man. Mm-hmm. And they they strive to be someone like you, you know what I'm saying? They strive to 
to go ahead and be dedicated to the game so they could get uh, somewhere in life where you are, you know? Got you. Uh, do you mind repeating the question again? <laughs> like, <laughs> I had you mesmerized right yeah. now. That's why, bro. I'm I think it's kidding. your eyes, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm playing, man. But like, what? <laughs> uh, what strives, like, what, what strives you, I guess, like, to keep um, motivating, like, these upcoming barbers, man? Because like I said, you you have a big following scheme. A lot of people love what you do. But a lot of times it's kind of hard to go ahead and find each individual uh, person's uh, path, right? So how how do you keep it simple and tight for everyone in the whole community? And not just barbering, I guess, but mainly barbers because right. I know a lot of barbers watch you. Man. Got you. Uh, first of all, I appreciate it. Thank you for this, just the love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate course, it. Um, I say what, what keep me kind of striving and like just having that uh, audience to my barbers or just anybody that do aspire up to me for sure. Um, I'll say with just just knowing that I am in a way setting an example. Um, knowing that like if you're gonna be associated with me, that you know we're on a continuous path of growth. Uh, so keeping that in mind, just knowing that I'm setting some type of example for anybody that is inspired. Um, it, I think that's just really what keeps me rolling. So. Uh, everything that I do essentially is uh, directly correlated to that person that I, I want to be and that I would like love to see in others as well and even way more beyond than what I am myself. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do you consider yourself a role model? Oh, um, he definitely is my role model. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, just want, I just want his you, perspective. If, you, if, if, if you consider yourself or not, man, just know that I truly think you're a huge role model, man. And I, and that comes from heart. Like I said, it's it's so hard to go ahead and believe in yourself when you're seeing all these other famous people because you don't truly know them. So you're like, you know mm -hmm. what? It's probably so hard to get what they're at or, gotcha. you know, but like knowing someone personally is just a whole, whole different ballpark. That's love for sure. Um, I, I really wouldn't consider myself a role model. Um, I'll say to anybody that does is what the label would be projected onto me. Mm -hmm. um, but I do consider um, really just me being a part of uh, a leadership, essentially, with the community. Just because um, I do have like a, a lot of communication with the people within the community that I feel like it's a big part of me to really just help out the community and or not help out the community but to um be a part of, of you know, the next step yeah of the next step for sure and since i have that connection with the people and that um that they go out to their folks and you know that they could like associate with you know who who they associate with um i feel like it is it is a big part of like just what i do like I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> nah, nah, that, it made perfect it's, sense. I just nah, want to say it makes, it makes sense, perfect, sure. expense, um, perfect sense. Right. Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, I, I definitely um, like, because I was thinking about this the other day, like, because uh, I, I just finished this other book. It was called The Self-Aware Leader. And really just being a leader first yourself and then being able to lead with others. And um, I think any barber is uh, a leader just because I say we're involved with the community. It's like there's just so much, like, connection there yeah. that we do have to set an example, that we do, in a way, have to be a role model. Mm -hmm. And um, not even really with just barbering. Like, I feel like I do Anything. have to be a role model for my little brother, for my family. Yeah, you know? community-wise, like you said, man. Mm -hmm. like, that includes everyone. Yeah, exactly. It, it definitely do include anybody. So, um, in a way, yes. Yeah. I, I feel like... We should all have that label on ourselves. Yeah. And if we all did, then we'll carry ourselves different. Definitely. And that'll work as inspiration towards those of us who are younger or any, any anyone that's trying to look up to doing something in the mm -hmm. future. Exactly. I feel like it comes down to the littlest things too. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm at a grocery store, I grabbed, I remember grabbing this box of cereal and then the next one to it fell. And then I put it in the shopping cart and I was like, damn. Let me put that back up there, you know, like let me organize that again. Mm -hmm. And then there was another time I was at the grocery store. I grabbed these uh body armors and then I find some other uh body armors that I wanted. And then I was like, ooh, should I just put them right here? But I knew they belonged back in the, in the, the section okay. I yeah. got it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I ain't even gonna lie, I gotta go all the way back over there and put it. 
So it's those smallest things that you do that really make you the, the biggest person. person. Yeah. It, it just goes back. What you do, uh, it, how you do one thing is how you do everything, you know? Exactly. So if you could be so conscious with those small, littlest decisions, that I feel makes you the better and the biggest role model you could ever be. Mm-hmm. And uh, as two people that work retail, we really appreciate that, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really yeah, yeah. I just want to I want to put that out because uh, you know yeah. it happens a lot of times and and it, I mean you know it's sometimes it could just be like a habit you know whatever the case is but oh, if sure. you work retail you know you know the pain you know yeah. mm-hmm. go ahead and listen to him for that one yeah. 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 whoever right. yeah and Close. that just goes back to being self aware yeah. like you got to be aware of every action that you're taking every day with every word that you say every action that you portray like Literally everything. And once you could tune into that is really when you could just be the best that you could be. And what I what I heard the other day and was so tight was not being the best you could be, being the beast you could be. Mm. Oh, and that's just a whole lot yeah. more okay. of a masculine energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, much, it's a whole much better. Like, yeah. come on now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna tell yeah. someone I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the best person I could be. Everyone says that. I'm, I'm trying, trying to be to the be beast, beast person I could be. Come yeah. on now. Like, Say that like, with aggression too. Like my boy Cruz. Hello beast. Hello beast. Hello beast. Nah, that's tight. Like Shout out Cruz. No, for real. Rest in peace to my brother Cruz. That was one of my boys from oh, barber really? school as well. Because hey, I, I heard you guys mention Cruz yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, man, I have a boy named Cruz. So it's like, yeah. and, uh, and there was yeah. some, you guys mentioned Letho as well. Huh? <laughs> there was no Letho? Oh, I'm tripping. Okay, I'm tripping. Yeah. I was about to say, I got a homie named Letho too. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Hey, but shout out to all of them. <laughs> we don't, shout out to yeah, no, we don't got a Letho, but we got Betito. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we shouting everybody out. Now. Oh yeah, no. Nah, um, but yeah, shout out to everybody that's gonna be watching this podcast. Like I said, this this is gonna be able for us to be able to help you guys get motivated, inspired, you know. And if it doesn't, um, just know that we're gonna be working to be able to do that better. You know, we're we're not gonna stop. This isn't where our train stops. You know, it's a learning Hell experience. Yeah. You know, like I said, um, so. As time flies, we we definitely want to go ahead and value it. The train is barely churning. It's only the start. This is the first one. So uh-huh. the first episode. And it's just it's just really amazing, you know, being able to able to accomplish this and conquer the first episode. That's, That's crazy. crazy. It doesn't I, feel I got like a question anything. for you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, like what what do you do to tune into your spiritual like side of you? Uh go ahead. My spiritual side of me? Like, yeah, uh, like, like what's what's something that like really just brings you to like a spiritual level. Honestly, I'm gonna keep it like real with you guys. What I like to do to to retain that, I listen to sleep music before I go to sleep. That's hard. Yeah, That's I listen one. to sleep yeah. music, and it's literally like a sleep meditation. Like I never told them because I, th- I always thought it was weird. Because no. I, mean, I don't know, but no, don't no. don't feel like that. I, no. I would come home from work and he's already like sleeping type of thing, and like. Um, he's like just bumping it in his room and I'm mm-hmm. like okay yeah he, well, he I, bro I, I feel like you should never like feel any type of way of really mm-hmm. being the person that you are or being interested in the things that you exactly. are interested in for me uh, it's a limitation mm-hmm. because when I was at the house with my mom and my little brother and my older brother and my dogs and stuff like that uh, it was around the time that I was introduced into meditation and everything like that and uh, I remember just sitting in my room I'll be trying to meditate but like I can't even meditate because I know so it walks <laughs> through the door and it'd be like, "What the fuck are you?" My language. She's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm meditating." <laughs> I mean, like you messed it up, you know. Yeah. But like, even like even if they weren't there, like in the room, um, or like if I just knew they were in the other room. I was like, I couldn't focus and I couldn't tune into what I was doing because I was just so worried about mm-hmm. what they were thinking about what I was doing. Exactly, And that's why I was saying like, don't feel afraid. Like if like how he might think that it's weird that you listen to yeah. sleep and music. <laughs> yeah, no, I, like, I don't I, think I, it's I think weird. It, I think it's so cool because like when I do it, I feel like I'm just floating on a cloud. If you feel like that, if you feel your best, do it. That's what I was talking about. And then, and like when I wake up in the morning for work, I feel so like relaxed, Mm. and I feel like like I have I'm motivated, refreshed. Like I feel good, you know. I'm so glad you actually brought that dilemma up, you know, because it pertains in life, man. You know, a lot of times we care so much of what people think of us, Mm -hmm. and that's crazy. We care so much about what this person is gonna go ahead and say about us. 
But once you learn to go ahead and not really care, care about mm-hmm. it, it's such a blessing, man. And I say that because that was me Thanks. before, you know. My I used to be like, oh, I'm gonna care what this person says. I'm gonna care what what this uh, other person says. So and so, you know. And when you grow up and you're um, maturing over time, you learn the actual trait of not caring of what people actually think about you. Right man. now, do you feel like that's something that you fully accomplished and overcame, or is that something that's like an ongoing and process? I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like it's an ongoing process, and For here's sure. and here's why. I feel like that's always gonna be something it's that could be, be worked on. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's with us as a human being, not uh, wanting to be perfect. You know, and and when you want to be perfect, you don't realize that no one's truly perfect. I don't mm-hmm. think. No right. one. Now, I definitely feel like that's something that's going to be like an ongoing sequence. Um, but the more that you work on it, obviously, it's something that is less important. And that, and I think that's what it is. It's the importance that we put to it. Um, if you really just limit that down and if you put no importance to it, then it's not going to mean anything to you. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. not going to have any projection. It's not going to make you feel any type of way or stuff really on what you're doing and that goes back to having that true belief in yourself and just knowing that what you're doing is like you know it's what you're doing exactly Mm -hmm. because yeah that's that's something big for me was like just like damn like just being scared of like what other people care what other people think yeah Yeah. it's it's still like an ongoing thing but i feel like the the more confidence i'm building myself and knowing that you know whatever it is that it's like i limit that or eliminate it Mm-hmm. No, because it definitely demoralizes, you know, like sometimes like I'd be like you've been having them them things and people be like wearing stuff and you're like, oh, like you'd be wearing that type of thing, you know, like mm-hmm. it comes to the kind of this, like clothing thing. And you're like, damn, I kind of want something like that. I yeah. want to be like him. Yeah. But then you wear it and then somebody's like, oh, like that guy looks like goofy. But the at the end of the day, like you don't got to care, right? You got to care about how you feel. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Self, self-care. Self-care, man. Going back to what you said, man. Just being able to go ahead and love yourself, treat yourself right, is going to go ahead and always get you at the right places. Hell yeah, that's hard. Positive mentality. Um, We are going to start wrapping this up, but before we leave, I had to go ahead and ask you, man. Conclusion, like, what do you want to accomplish five years from now? Like you said, chess, Mm. you have to know your next five moves. What do you think five years from now? Where do you see yourself? And it might be a hard question, but where would you like to see yourself? It definitely is a hard question because um, I've always felt that I get these new inspirations and uh, a lot of them I act on and a lot I don't. And it really just kind of leads me in a direction that uh, essentially just puts me in wherever I'm at, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing exactly it, it is the hardest thing, but, you know, how I said, writing down that those next five moves is important, which is so crazy because uh, that's actually was on my accountability list this week was to know my next five moves um, because I, I have a sense of direction which where I want to go. Um, and that's going to be uh, uh, endeavors of really just having my own business mm-hmm. and uh, creating a team with the community that we can inspire one another and essentially just be the best in the industry. So um, I want to be able to really just, you know, build that team and become the best barbers. And, and that's when it comes down to business. Um, so if I could build something like that or when I do, uh, excuse my language, um, that that's definitely going to be something right there. Um, and then I'll say, um, say definitely that, uh, definitely just, you know, continue growth just with itself, you know, for sure. Um, and then what, what was it again? You said next five things or you like, said, well, no, oh, five years, five years. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and like I said, it might be hard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't yeah. know what our next five years are. Yeah, but like I sure. said, it starts with the dream. It starts with the goal, you know? Right. You want to go ahead and own multiple barbershops or something like mm-hmm. that. I think that's awesome, man, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think uh, is now really when I'm like starting my uh my path of really just inspiring others in a way or just giving value is really what I'm most um, focused on. So uh, The value of the person. For sure. Always like. So I see w- within five years, there's definitely going to be something that I'm on a, a different level or a different platform with giving value to others. And whether that is with just haircutting or if that's just even any type of speaking abilities, people get creative nowadays. You see Vic Blends as a barber that mm. he's impacted way beyond the barber industry and he's done that with 
you know, going to communities and just cutting people's hair for free and just giving them a talk, you know? So there's, there's different avenues, there's different things, but also I have endeavors of really just um, having my own product. And that's going to be something of uh, uh, more of like a problem solution based idea. And I I already do have something rolling in my mind. It's just really on how I'm going to actually create it and stuff. How to execute. Mm -hmm. How to execute. And uh, really, I know that there's going to be some type of product that I have out there, business for sure, and uh, most likely a bigger city for sure. Um, I definitely do want to communicate and really just touch it down a lot more with the city that I'm in right now. Yeah, and that's Sacramento go. for sure because yeah. uh, I feel like a lot of people within Sacramento, they feel like they there's just there's no potential, but they haven't reached the highest potential. So how can you limit that down on to something that is like there's there's just so much more growth in there, you know? Yeah. And uh, there, there might be a cap for sure that you could do right there. I, I do believe that there's no, like, like unlimited. There's, yeah, yeah, there's no, no, there's no like limited. The sky's thing. the limit, yeah. right? The sky's the limit. For sure, but you know within yourself that what you truly you can outgrew. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like once I get that feeling within myself that like I've like I've touched down here and I've I made a huge impact. I want to be able to expand that to other areas. And um, that could just be really any city that comes to mind or, you know, whatever it is. But I do feel like it's going to be way beyond just Sacramento and uh, just within that community. So uh, just expanding to a higher level for sure. I just want you to know Vegas is ready for you, bro. We're ready for you. I'm I'm super excited to hear what you got coming. You know, we're always going to be here to support you, us three, everybody, everybody in our community, you know. That's love, bro. Yeah, and bro. and that's, that's just exactly the same for you, you know. That same exact energy that you have for me, bro, I have it for you and for you and for you, but even way more. Like, it's like, I just believe in you guys way more than you even believe in yourself. So wow. I hope that I that gives you, you more belief in yourself for sure. That means, so. that means a lot. Uh-huh. Stop trying to make me cry. In the <laughs> yeah. hey, he, he knows how to open up a third eye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. me, like, that chakra. Uh, I need to <laughs> that that third eye chakra. That's a meditation. I mean, there's a reason why he's my first guest on the yeah, first podcast. Right? Nah, that, speaks, that speaks a lot of colors, man. We're going to end it with a banger. Yeah, It was good. It was definitely pleasure being at this table with y'all mm-hmm. i know we're all gonna grow as a human being and we're gonna be somewhere in life where we would like to be sooner than later and um just keep striving keep pushing and for everyone watching out there i would like to appreciate you guys obviously for watching but just remember that um you can always keep pushing yourself keep pushing yourself um, always yeah, yeah. yeah don't stop don't mm-hmm. stop and mm-hmm. if and if the consequences are are big for the risk that you want to take um, just, just for sure. Going. Uh, if you don't mind, bro, I'd like to say something quick. Yeah. Uh, I listened to this one podcast, and he was just saying how, like, oftentimes before, uh, someone like actually leaves this earth is when, or actually when they do, is when people oftentimes like acknowledge that person for that person mm-hmm. that they were, and who they are, and like just the the impact that they had on them. And uh, what was so fascinating from Dude in his podcast is at the end, he acknowledges the person that he interviewed for who that person is. And he, he looks him into the eyes and says what exactly it is. And uh, just the other day, I had the thought of like, man, with my clients, I'm like, I want to acknowledge them for the person that they are, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it would be so dope at the end, rather than shaking their hand and be like, all right, brother, take care. I'm going to be like, all right, bro, like, I want to tell you something a little bit deeper within you, you know, to where once you leave, you really feel it. And uh, really just heart. to conclude it for sure, like, I, w- I want to acknowledge you guys um, as a whole, really just for being here and, like, having me here. like Not just as a client, but as a person. Yeah, bro, way beyond it, mm-hmm. you know. And w- with you guys, like I just like I said, I want to acknowledge you for uh, really just being the, the friend group that you are. Head uh, up, you personally, bro. I never <laughs> really, like, I, I ain't got to know you like super close you know uh-huh. but like I acknowledge you for just that fun part that you got in you bro. Uh-huh. Like, the goofiest one on the, the team I love, yeah. to, I love to have that goofy in me bro it's what it's what, it's what kind of tells me who I am it's your character yeah it's my character for sure. For sure. and it's like you also handle your responsibilities as well so mm-hmm. you, you have that perfect balance bro so continue that appreciate you Isaac I want to acknowledge you for Starting this podcast, bro. Like mm-hmm. that's a huge that's step. Huge. Thank you, man. That's a huge you, step, bro. I appreciate you guys. Thank I acknowledge you. you for taking that 
that huge risk of, you know, coming out here, separating yourself and elevating yourself, you know, for more and uh, really just taking that leap of faith. So pat yourself on the back, bro, and look at those little appreciate L's. appreciate you, bro. That means as, a lot, honestly, coming from you. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. So, you know, to, that, to that's my love. You. Oh, sorry, my and, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and for you, bro, I want to acknowledge you uh, more for the actual moment because um, when we were pulling up, you were like, quite frankly, more nervous than anybody. <laughs> and you were like, <laughs> you, you didn't even want to be on the, you didn't, you know. So I feel like the first time that you actually spoke a word and that you asked a question, it like came naturally. I, I just, I seen it in you, bro. You just and opened like, up. I just I, I acknowledge you for you know taking the courage and that that step of sitting here and like hopping on this podcast, bro. That's uh, lit. <laughs> we just got it shy was, again. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. It, it's a sign, man. You got to move out here yeah. now, right? No, but uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you, guys. you for watching the first episode. We really appreciate it. And stay tuned. We got more and more to come for you guys, and we keep motivating you guys. Yes, sir. Um, thank you for everything. You guys and, have a good one. Yep, yeah, you guys have a good one. one. Yeah. Right. Appreciate you. This will be on. Uh, Every platform we're every, trying to, every platform, thing. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, everything. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good time.